Welcome to the HP Wide Format Print Lab, Graphic Designer Edition. This is your hub for innovation in large format print technology, where you can find meaningful print solution interviews, useful tips and strategies to streamline and increase your productivity for your print business and your customers. Let's get started with this print journey and see how big ideas and big prints come to life with an HP DesignJet printer. Now here are your hosts, the HP print experts, Mindy Fink and Eddie Anderson. Welcome back to our HP Wide Format Print Lab. I am your host, Mindy Fink from HP. In a previous podcast, we discussed and talked a lot about security features that are built into the HP DesignJet printers. And we talked a little bit about what the IoT is and how it is becoming so important in today's world to keep your data secure. Well, today we are going to dive even deeper into the internet of things because we think it is so important for our customers to protect their data and documents in their printing environment. When discussing IoT, we are referring to the billions of physical devices such as printers that are connected to and networked in homes, companies, and the World Wide Web, all collecting and sharing data. Understanding the latest IoT potential threats and how your IT department can get ahead of them is so important. We all have smart devices in our homes and our work environments, and recently HP added even more enhanced features to keep your printer safe, and we are excited to discuss what those features are with you today. Joining us today is our HP expert and photographer at heart, Eddie Anderson. Ah, thanks, Mindy. So on our last podcast, we talked about all the great security features in our lineup of DesignJet printers. Now it's time to call to action and talk about why our printers are the most secure wide format printers on the planet and go over exactly what you can do with our amazing design jets and page wide XLs to keep them safe, especially with the recent attacks like the Amnesia 33 network stack attack. It's gone over the internet, which is a very critical subject to talk about, especially now that a lot of us are working from home. You are so right. Well, thank you, Eddie. And we have the pleasure of having our HP expert, David Lyle, back to discuss this very important topic. Welcome, David. Well, thank you very much, Mindy. It's good to be back with you guys. And I can tell you the timing is perfect. Security is top of mind right now for a lot of companies and even individuals. And it seems like every time I check the news events of the day on my phone, there's something new to worry about. Someone hiding in the shadows, trying to sneak into my private information and steal my passwords, my credit card numbers, PIN numbers, social security number, or, you know, they may be even trying to steal me, my own identity. So it makes me a little paranoid. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. I mean, so Eddie, data security and privacy are getting a lot of attention over all the social network groups and be- is becoming more of a major concern related to IoT today. So first, let's share exactly how the bad guys are cracking into networks by using your IoT. How does it affect our everyday lives today? Is this real and why should we be concerned? Oh yeah, we should be pretty concerned because one of the most recent attacks out there is what's called the Amnesia 33 attack. This is a suite of 33 small, micro, small, malicious programs that search out on the entire internet, all connecting the networks, looking for IoT devices, such as printers, phones, security cameras, your smart refrigerator, or anything connected to your network, wired and wireless. It's looking for devices on the internet 
that are connected with a specific kind of network card that runs a specific program. And it's the most commonly used program to run on network cards. It's not looking for a physical connection, whether it be wired or wireless, but instead it's looking for the program that runs the network card. It's called an IP stack. It's just a stack of protocols that run the card and it's network traffic. It tells the card how to bring information in and out. Now, out of these 33 malicious programs, they all go out simultaneously looking for that specific program that runs your network card in your Internet of Things or your IoT device and tries to infiltrate it there. So the bad guys, they're not looking for a workstation or a laptop or anything with that great of sophistication. What they're looking for is a device that has basic programs that's connected to your network. And it doesn't even need to be a smart device. It could simply just be a security camera. These programs are looking for the very basic stack of protocols that allows devices to connect to the network. Then it shoves one of those 33 nefarious programs that fit into it and injects it with malware. It's just enough information to either create a denial of service or a sniffer to find out the gold in your network mind, like your workstation that may have all the information a hacker needs to get into accounts. For instance, like David's information he's trying to not let people get into. It's just a little crack in the armor to get to one device, then another, and then eventually to get to a larger device that may have all the information needed to hack into, like a server to hold for ransom, or at the very least, just create a denial of service so that all your network traffic is blocked, even so everything on your network becomes useless. Now, our great DesignJet and PageWide printers, they all have these great security features with them to battle against such nefarious activities and to keep those bad guys out. Well, Eddie, the great news is that all of our PageWides and DesignJet printers do not use this vulnerable programming in the network cards that would make them susceptible to Amnesia 33. So we're good there. That's great news. Yeah, that is definitely great news to know. So we've talked about all the great security features available in our previous podcast, but now let's put some things into action. Let's talk about how the new normal of business is being done and what you can do to lock down your IoT network devices, such as your printer. That's a good point, Eddie. So David, in today's new normal, there seems to be a lot of people working remotely and at their home office environment. And there also seems to be a new shift of hackers trying to take advantage of the fact that not everyone has a secure working environment. How has HP helped with customers to battle that? Many, many more people are working remotely, especially you know, since the start of the, this pandemic. It's the new normal. And frankly, I think this trend is going to continue. I myself, I'm sitting here in my home, uh, in my home office right now connected to you know, HP company assets using what's called a virtual private network or a VPN. Uh, like me, other remote workers can't just stop what they do to earn a living. So these companies, right. they had to make concessions for them. HP would much rather have me in the office behind our fortified HP firewalls in an environment where the team of network security specialists um, have some semblance of visibility and control. Absolutely. I agree. I'm in the exact same boat as you, David. Yeah, but you know, I got to get work done. My my colleagues now, they have HP DesignJet and 
page wide XL devices in their in their basements in their garages. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. I know for a fact, Eddie, that you have a couple of these big printers in your garage yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It seems to be the new normal for now. Yeah, those printers sitting where your wife's car usually sit, they're prime candidates for an attack. Mm-hmm. You know, they're nodes on your home network, and they're part of the Internet of Things. So if I were a stealthy hacker, I would target a device just like that, hoping I could expose you know, some loophole or a crack in the armor, as you said earlier. If I could exploit just one of those cracks, maybe, just maybe, I could find something else sitting on your network, like your cell phone or your laptop. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you have a side business where you use one of those devices um, that lets you take those credit cards. You know, that might be a gold mine of data then that I could use and do all kinds of nasty things with. Uh, and, and think about it. This is on your personal network. So imagine if I could run some malicious code in the firmware of your printer and allow me to access the VPN and then the greater HP network. That could be disastrous and could it could wind up costing you and the, the company a lot of money. Oh my gosh, I know. You know, that is such a scary thing to think about. But, you know, to be safe, we need to seriously think about these kind of things. Yes, we do. So how can you keep your new printer like the HP DesignJet or PageWide XL more secure as an IoT from being attacked? Uh, well, I, I just gave you a very scary example of what could happen if you're not at least cognizant of security threats. Uh, not all companies take security as seriously as we do here at HP, so we have to. Uh, Mindy, you can tell Eddie he shouldn't worry about the HPs in his garage. I, I can't speak to all the devices he may have in his house. I know how Eddie is. He's somewhat of a techno geek. I know that he doesn't have to worry about an attack that was made possible by weak security on his HP wide format printer. No way. So they're the most secure wide format printers on planet Earth. And any attempt will be quickly detected, cordoned off, and disabled. And our security measures are such that the printer will even recover on its own. And often you'll be none the wiser. So we have levels of security, really, that can be divided up into four key things, four key areas. So first, we we protect the device itself. So how do we make sure that the firmware can't be tampered with? And there's several different ways that we do this. Uh, First of all, we have something called whitelisting. So this performs a check on the integrity of the printer firmware when it first boots up and prevents any unauthorized computer code to run within that firmware. Second is something very new. It's called Connection Inspector. So this service, it continuously monitors outbound network connections and makes sure to prevent any malware intrusion. And plus, it automatically stops malicious or suspicious activity. Now, that's a great piece of technology. And this is on our newer machines? Yes. Mm -hmm. Third is something called Unique Admin Password. So each manufactured device is pre-programmed with a unique password. So it ensures security by default and doesn't rely on somebody to activate this password after it's installed. Next, we have something called security event logging, and this requires the printer log all security events for review. And finally, to secure the device, we have something called TPM. So this is a trusted platform module. 
the TPM, it's a physical computer chip on the printer, and it protects user logins and passwords by encrypting them. So that's a simplified description of the TPM module functionality, but I think the message is pretty clear. Oh, yeah. This is crazy. I mean, these things alone makes a simple Internet of Things like a printer a really sophisticated guardian of your network. No kidding. This is quite impressive for just a printer. So, David, I'm assuming you're going to tell us more than just these five things. Oh, yeah. So far, we've only talked about how do we protect the device. So the next thing we need to talk about is data security. How do we protect your data? So this is about how the device itself authenticates the users and networks. And to do this, we have two solutions, LDAP and Kerberos. So one of these stores credentials. The other one makes sure that you know who you're talking to on a network. The third thing we have to protect is the actual document itself and the data that's printed on it. So we do this with encrypted PIN printing, and PIN just stands for personal identification number. So the person who hits print can enter a secret code at his or her computer, but the printer won't release it until that specific person is standing at the printer and after they enter their secret code. Nice. So finally, we have to address something called fleet security. So some companies... They may have many, many printers, and they need to be able to check, you know, the security on them from a very high level or a bird's eye view. So for this type customer, the new HP DesignJet and PageWide XL printers are compatible with uh, a group of tools and services called SIM. And it's pronounced SIM, but it's actually S-I-E-M. And that stands for Security Information and Event Management. So don't worry, Mindy. You don't have to remember all this stuff. Just know HP has your back when it comes to protecting your stuff. Yeah, that's definitely a lot to remember, but should definitely give our customers peace of mind. And that makes perfect sense. So HP has definitely thought about this and taken great measures to ensure the HP Design Jets and PageWide XLs are very secure for our customers. It's definitely another reason why I love HP. Oh, yeah, same here. I mean, this is just one of the many things and things that I love about HP, especially how, you know, they're very serious about security. So like what David has mentioned, there are things you can do to keep your printer safe. There's things that we have done also at HP to keep the printer safe right out of the box. We even gone a step further by continually improving firmware to our existing machines out there, which, by the way, will always be free to download and install on your existing fleet. Because we take security very seriously for our customers, we recommend you to lock down those machines more by changing those default passwords and putting in your own. The bad guys are expecting you to have default settings like IT passwords, ports, and default certificates. And speaking of certificates, we also leave our CA certificate signatures out in the embedded web servers. So there's not a default one in there. Basically, it's like a driver's license embedded in the device. So when it talks to other devices on the network or when you log on to it, it makes sure that that certificate is a legitimate, it goes to a legitimate device. As a default certificate, it's much like your driver's license. It's, if it's a generic one, it'll say something very generic like, for example, 
on the driver's license would say human born in 1984 classy driver's license. It's generic and it covers a broad range of humans. Only savvy IT personnel know about this. Most vendors put a generic one in by default so their customers do not see any pesty warnings when they try to log onto that device. And that is what the hackers are banking on. So we don't give it a default license or any certificates in our wide format out of the box. It's best that you give them your own certificate, like Eddie Anderson, born in 1984, Class C driver's license. It gives permissions and to be accepted the device on your network, and everybody knows that is a very specific device. So if you log on to Design Jets Embedded Web Server, you do get this error message to warn you that this may be an unsafe website. But that's just to let you know that it's an unidentified machine versus a generic machine. At HP, we're trying to do the most we can to do to ensure that your IT department has done everything possible to keep your network devices safe, which helps keep your assets safe. Really, Eddie, 1984? <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, we were born in 1984. Oh, I know. I wish we were all born there. Okay, fine. 70-something. <laughs> so, David, thank you so much for giving us some great knowledge and showing us what HP is doing to keep its Internet of Things like its wide-format printers armed to battle against the bad guys. And I hope this episode brings to light the importance of keeping your IoT safe on your network. And I hope it gave you some actions you can do to keep yourself safe uh, with your ITs on the network. So with your Internet of Things, put in your own passwords. Um, install your own certificates. Uh, find out what ports you are not using and close them. It can be a bit technical to do, but at least be aware of these things. And at the very least, see if you can find a savvy IT friend to help with this. And again, Mindy, thanks so much for another great podcast. Thank you, Eddie. And David, thank you for coming back to share such great information with us. Thank you to our listeners for tuning into today's podcast. Please join us for our next special edition podcast. Ooh. We'll be discussing the brand new PageWide Excel printer portfolio that was recently announced. PageWide Excel printers are designed for production with printing speeds up to 30 D-sized pages per minute. It's super fast. Sounds exciting. It is. You definitely don't want to miss this next episode. If you're excited to learn more, please check out our HP Virtual Booth at hpvirtualbooth.com. Thank you. Take care. Stay healthy. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the HP Wide Format Print Lab with Eddie and Mindy. If you liked this segment and want to know more, please check out the HP Virtual Booth at hpvirtualbooth.com. Or please reach out to 1-877-215-7428. If you're interested in scheduling a live demo on an amazing DesignJet printer, please reach out to your local reseller or HP rep. Your new HP DesignJet printer awaits. Upgrade today and get up to $1,500 cash back with our HP cash-in and trade-up promotion.